How'd you get fired, Mike? <laughs> yeah, Mike, get, get, are, can you talk about it? Maybe not in detail, but are you allowed to say anything about Because once I, again, at the, like the last episode, I did say that you know it was an eventful week. And uh, I guess I would just want to know, do you have anything left to lose by talking about it? <laughs> I, I think he probably should not talk yeah, about it. I'm trying to think of like five words I could use to describe life for me. Unfair. <laughs> Treasonous I, betrayal. I, I keep ripping the shovel out of your hand, and you just keep asking for bigger shovels. <laughs> just keep on digging that ditch. Uh, what's happening? I got laid, Nick. <laughs> if I laid, you mean laid off? <laughs> all that, all I got this week was laid off on. <laughs> Do you also want to talk about that in detail? <laughs> <coughs> No, not at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, we should probably talk about something else because we can't use any of that to start this episode. Oh, I disagree entirely. Well, I mean, well, go ahead. The only, go way, ahead the only way that we would be forced to use this to start the episode is if Nick were to just start the episode right now. <laughs> and I know for a fact Nick isn't going to do Welcome that. to the Song Topsy Report, everyone, where we dissect bad music to figure out how it oh. died. Oh! I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I am a forever unemployed Mike Russell. <laughs> and I'm super employed Steve Trollinger. <laughs> no, we nice. like, oh, no, we can't go into detail, but Mike did lose his day job. <laughs> For a new job, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I got the offer. Yes, please donate to our Patreon. That's the only thing keeping Michael... No, we don't actually have please Patreon. Please no, we do not have a Patreon. Yes. <laughs> Please note, the Song Times Report does not currently have a Patreon. If you do try to give money to someone called the Song Times Report on Patreon, it is not us, and you have probably lost whatever money you've given them. No, um, I'm very excited for today's episode. It's an episode that I've wanted to do for a very long time, almost since the beginning. Um, since we started this podcast, we have had our own kind of collection of songs that we were aware of, that were on our radar, that would be good fodder. Uh, for the subject of our podcast, but we wanted to get the input of the listeners, of you, the beautiful listener, because you guys know, I'm sure, so much terrible music that is not on our radar, and so today what we have are three songs that are totally listener-submitted, so these were songs that we were not aware of, that were not on our kind of master list of songs that we wanted to do, um, that you guys suggested that uh, I think fit the category perfect of music for this podcast y'all found some really interesting songs here some right? real terrible shit <laughs> some, real some of you listen to out there <laughs> and we appreciate it very much <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourselves no you should not or even <laughs> taking the time to hurt your eardrums like this man not we listen. do it professionally all right we're not a couple of, we're not a bunch of amateurs here listening to terrible songs for our own benefit we have a goal in mind what's your excuse <laughs> Let Listener me just, to the show. You are functioning under the assumption, I feel like, that they hear these bad songs, just masochistically listen to them on a permanently endless loop. They may have just heard this, these songs once, are like, oh, that's awful, and then found our podcast, like, oh, that's a good idea. We don't need to judge our listener base for giving us the kind of material that would behoove us. Studies indicate, Nick, studies that I can quote later, not right now. Okay, yeah. Studies indicate that having a combative relationship uh, with your audience 
increases their uh, support and interest. It's it's true. It makes them love to hate you so much that they need to hear the next thing you're going to say. So they're going to keep negging. listening. Yes, they, they, I'm they negging neg the audience. He's negging them, and they're loving it, Nick. They're loving it. They come crawling back from <laughs> We hear more. the sound of a million podcasts being turned off. <laughs> I've single-handedly destroyed the entire industry of podcasting. <laughs> no, so uh, we're going to dive into it. The first song that was suggested to us was suggested by listener Noel. Um, do we have a last initial? R. Noel R. Yes, thank you, Noel. No. And, um... Guys, I don't know about you. I'm not necessarily... Happy uh, New Year. I'm not necessarily Happy New Year. That's true. <laughs> um, I'm also not the biggest sports fan, as I uh, indicated on my little mini episode during the Super Bowl. I almost didn't even remember who was playing at the Super Bowl. So I'm definitely not familiar with the um, Miami Dolphins. I don't know if you guys are. The famous football team? Maybe. Go on. Maybe Maybe there's some more that will <laughs> that will jog my memory. From post to post, they score goals like you've never seen. You've never heard of this? Well, it sounds vaguely familiar. It almost sounds like like this uh, this T Pain song that I'm aware of that is all about the Miami Dolphins. Let me ask you this: when you th when you think you think Dolphins, do you think Super Bowl? You damn right I do. You shouldn't, because they almost never go. You think they would make it more often, just being a dolphin? Because like in a bowl, you'd think like a giant fish bowl is like the Super Bowl, and they just belong there. I, like, I, I hate. They've to only they've only won two Super Bowls, Nick. Only I hate two. to break it to you, Mike, but the Super Bowl does not, in fact, take place in a giant bowl that one could hold dolphins. Also, in. one of those Super Bowls doesn't count because they made it to film Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. <laughs> they didn't actually go. Wasn't that the saddest? The only time you made it to the Super Bowl was to film an Ace Ventura scene. <laughs> but no, uh, the song that we are uh, alluding to is uh, the Miami Dolphins' current fight song. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's like a, a standby song. But T Pain of all artists recorded a new, updated version of it uh, that sounds a little bit like this. you heard that giant like vacuum sound but that was the sound of all momentum and passion being sucked out of the football arena <laughs> yeah. let's go first of all stadium what it's an arena in my mind well because on the plaque outside it says stadium <laughs> okay don't you get all technical with your what things are actually called and labeled as look the i don't look i don't know about much about sports either that don't involve Heavily choreographed fight scenes and men, uh, men in tights doing finishers to each other. Aside from that, so lacrosse. Yeah, all all I'm really aware of are like the simple everyday facts, like um, ha ha ha, the uh, New York Jets. That's a funny team that never wins. Now here's the thing, because um, Steve, Steve, I know how much you love auto tune. I know it's your favorite oh. tool to bring out the natural talent. Oh, of a till singer. the day I die, I'll curse the name of Cher. Till the day <laughs> I die. Do you believe in love? love? Cher, you can sing. Why are you doing this to us? But uh, in T Pain's defense, I listened to the original version of the fight song and he wasn't working with most it sounds like a child like a children's nursery rhyme that had like a modern production added to it i mean
Why don't I just you're you're a you're a multi million dollar football franchise. Why don't you just shell out for a fucking queen song like every other sports franchise? <laughs> we will rock you. Another one bites the dust. Just just spend the fucking money. Miami Dolphins. Well, like I was alluding to, this is the original. Miami version. has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, oh, we're always in control. When I hear banjo and, and Willie Nelson knock off, the first thing I think of, Miami. <laughs> Miami equals banjo plus country. <laughs> doesn't add up man <laughs> yeah i mean like i said in t-pay's defense i don't know i don't think he made it worse he's <laughs> oh my god the, the, the dolphins. <laughs> i would love to hear the disturbed <laughs> version Say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl we're the Miami dolphins. wait it's actually you know what oh, i want clap going yeah they got a clap going but i just want to I, I i missed that line before and i want to hear it again Hang always on. in control and when you say miami when you sing Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. Talking Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Does that get increasingly depressing every time you hear that look, in the stadium? If <laughs> look, Nick, obviously you've never read a little book called The Secret. I'm going to say the Bible for some reason. A little book called The New Testament, which is actually a series of books. Okay, what no, what what does the secret tell me? Uh oh, you put it out in the universe and then it will yeah. come back. This is this is a form of uh chaos, chaos magic. magic. Yes, <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh dude, chaos magic is the greatest magic of all. Time. No, it's really? not really compared to what other types of magic? Enumerate them uh, now. Compared to magician magic, because that's just bullshit, you know? Magician like, magic. Yeah, I don't like magician magic. I like chaos magic and uh and 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 like um who is uh, the wizard with Arthur? His kind of magic's pretty cool. Buster and DW. <laughs> Wait a second, that's not right. Merlin. Come oh, on. you mean King Arthur? <laughs> Sorry, I was Arthur. It is I, Buster. And I say, hey, hey, hey. it's a prophecy kind of day. Hey, <laughs> we can learn to pull swords and slay. Hey, and get along with each Arthur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, speaking of chaos magic and Arthur the Aardvark, Miami Dolphins fight song by T-Pain. That's where your fist starts pumping. The Miami Dolphins fight song is a form of chaos magic. It's putting out into the universe. But it's bad chaos magic because it hasn't actually materialized. Well, because they're not doing it right. You can't just do chaos magic. There's prep work involved. There's training. Work. There's research. If you do that, you'll fuck yourself over. I know. You'll, you'll, the, the result will be the exact opposite of what you want. Yes, chaos magic is a uh, double-edged sword. Um, they need more bodily fluids in their rituals, I think. Yes. I wish I knew more about the team and its various owners and players in order to uh, make a witty reference make about some sort of witty reference about them performing satanic occult magics. Well, I gotta. Oh no, go ahead. I'll just say like not, chaos magic is kind of funny. You ever a lot of times I feel like I put out a lot of energy and thoughts and like wishes out in the world and they start coming to fruition and then they just blow up and crash and burn into like a million pieces. You know, like right. you are the you are the you are the wrong side of chaos magic. <laughs> 
your life is what happens when chaos magic is not performed properly. But it comes so close, you know? And then a new opportunity kind of comes. Look, you've got a natural talent for it, but you refuse to put in the legwork, and it never ceases to irritate me. We've talked about your unconscious use of chaos magic over and over and over again, and still you refuse to apply yourself. I know. I know. No, you're you're like a Jedi who has like so many midi chlorians flowing through you, but you haven't been trained. Nick, it's canon. Shut Nick, up. We're not talking about something ridiculous like midi chlorians. We're talking about chaos magic, a totally real thing that Mike does. Them, they take it goal to goal. They're playing soccer. Yeah, they're not. They're, that's the whole problem. They're playing the wrong game. That's why they can't win. They're taking it goal to goal. They're just scoring on themselves. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> taking to the wrong goal. I was on a t- I was on a rec soccer team with this one kid. I remember, and we lost this game because he scored on his own team. Oh no! I was also on a rec soccer team. Yeah. What was yours name? What was yours name? We didn't have a name. We were just blue or red. We had these interchangeable shirts that we could just flip yeah, around. Yeah, ours was ours was. Similar in team colors. Ours was green, but our coach named us Gang Green. <laughs> I love your coach. That's great. No, but he didn't do it like <clears throat> as a joke or ironically. He didn't realize what he was saying. Wait, what? The rest of us did, but we were just known as Gang Green, and nobody <laughs> said a single thing about it. Uh, Couch, are you sure about this? Like, uh, like this, uh, one kid is, this one kid's sprinting towards the other goal. Gang Green, cut him off! Cut him off! Gang Green! Burn it in there! Oh, they're killing you! They're killing you! We didn't care as long as we got our free snacks at the end of the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, fruit roll-ups. Yeah, Gang Green. Woo! Go, Gang Green! Icy Pops, yeah, I like the purple ones. <laughs> and then those, it, it just repeats itself like two more times after that. That's essentially the fight song. Wishful thinking Dan about... Marino's, Dan Marino's just burning a pair of his ice toners as a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> and the Miami Dolphins are taking the field and they have a goat with them for some reason. Don't know what that's for. I guess we'll find out. Nick, we're talking chaos magic, not satanic occult magic. Okay, it's different. Stop putting your moral values and your judgments on it, okay? Although the Miami Dolphins might be getting so desperate, they need to like start investing in more types yes. of magic. So I like, could... like Aleister Crowley-esque yes. levels of magic where they're just fucking each other? Exactly. <laughs> Fuck magic! That's what we need! Just imagine a team full of burly football players all fucking each other with this playing in the background. Oh, God, I am! Oh, God! Though it does have a certain rhythm to it, you could, it probably, you could probably do it well. Uh, but that is the Miami Dolphins fight song by T-Pain. Thank you very much, Noel, for that suggestion. Yes, All I right, hope, Noel. I hope what we spoke of really was what you wanted yes, us to Yeah, get any at. lingering questions you had about the song or anything you want us to bring up, I really hope that we addressed it uh, uh, in our analysis. Uh, but the next song we have... The song was so bad, we would have rather thought of the football team fucking each other than talking about the lyrics. Like... <laughs> Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Miami Dolphins! <laughs> uh, but our next song is... Silence, Pathomet. <laughs> uh, our next song is uh, from listener Andy. And once again, do we have a last initial? F. Andy F. Andy F. 
Yeah, thank you very much. And Andy, I I I I, uh, I want to apologize because Andy suggested this song long, long ago, and we just didn't quite have everything lined up to do a listener episode, but we finally do. So thank you for your patience, Andy. And Andy suggested the song. Um, I just want to hope I want to make sure I'm pronouncing this right. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Mm. Nick, take the scotch tape off your mouth sorry, when you're sorry, recording. Sorry. Ah, there we go. It's mm, 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 mm by Crash Test Dummies. Nick, stop eating broccoli while we're trying to record. It's so delicious. It's got garlic and butter on it. All right, one more time. What's the name of this song? Mm, 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 mm. Oh, my God. Nick's been kidnapped. <laughs> no, Nick. No. All right, now it's just Mike and I. Ugh. We got to cut the podcast short because we got to go investigate this kidnapping. Cut to the Scooby Doo theme. Oh wait, no, that's uh, Batman. That's Batman. <laughs> okay, they're all the same. Oh, Nick, you're back. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Wow. What an adventure, guys. I'll tell did, you about it after the show. Did, did he hurt you? Only emotionally. Oh, well, that, the cops can't prosecute that. <laughs> can't prosecute my feelings. Uh, but no, the song is Mm-mm-mm-mm by Crash Test Dummies. Uh, it was released in 1993, and uh. I had never heard this song before, but apparently it was a big hit. I mean, it was big enough for Weird Al to do a parody of. I'm I'm surprised I hadn't heard it though, because as uh, after I did some research on it, I saw that it had made several lists of like one of the worst or most annoying songs ever made. But I'm gonna be honest up front, I don't know if I dislike it. I kind of like it. It's weird. It's weird though, man. It's it's, it's a very weird, weird song. It is not something that really derives much emotion out of me. Just. I kind of just like feel un- uneasy the whole time I'm listening to it. But is that what music is all about? Changing your emotions? I feel like if music intentionally does that, it has served a purpose. I thought you hated it when it intentionally tried to force you to feel an emotion. No, not to manipulate me with some Christmas shoes-esque moral bullshit. <laughs> not lyrically try to tell me what to do, but evoke a mood. <laughs> evoke a mood. Oh, evoke a mood. Yes, evo- talk to your doctor about Evocamood. Evocamood is not for everyone. You should take Evocamood if you're nursing pregnant or maybe become pregnant. That is that is two quick read side effect medical commercial jokes we've done in one episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, but just so you can uh, hear a little bit of this, because like I said, I had not heard this song prior to Andy suggesting it. Uh, this is mm, 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 by Crash Test Dummies. This kid got into an accident and caught and come to school, but when he finally came back, his hair had turned from black into bright white. He said that it was from when the cousin smashed so. Isn't that how Gary Busey lost his hair color? (laughs) Didn't he get into a horrible car accident and now his hair is white? (laughs) Yeah, that caused a lot of issues with Gary Busey. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe the song was... Careful, don't say it a third time, he'll appear. (laughs) (laughs) Someone someone call for me! Oh God, it's Gary Busey! No, 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 Gary Busey, no! I would love to have Gary Busey on the show, what are you talking about? But that's kind of the way that the whole song progresses. It's 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 uh, the vocalist with an impossibly deep baritone recounting stories about these kids, about these kids who had to come to school and they were a little bit deformed. And <laughs> essentially, yeah. So this kid has got white hair. 
Uh, because he saw a car accident, I no, guess. No, he was in a car accident. He was in the car and accident. And the experience so terrified him in his brush with death that his hair turned white. Yes. Wow. You know, I feel like this guy gets off on other people's, like, painful stories. Because, like, he, he slowly says them, and then he goes, it's more of a thoughtful. That's what you say. It's more of a thoughtful. It's not a. It's not a. It's it's the song is the song goes. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't go. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go. Yeah. <laughs> His hair turned white. <laughs> <laughs> that's. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more pensive and thoughtful and reflective. I don't know, guys. I think he's getting <laughs> off on this. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I just think this guy is a sadistic creep. That's all I'm you saying. Never see, he's got his guitar in his lap. You never see above his waist. <laughs> yeah, I was still talking like Gary Busey for a second. He's got his guitar in his lap. You never see above his waist. <laughs> well, he would know the song was written about Gary Busey. <laughs> but in terms of why the song is so annoying, I don't know if it's uh, the chorus. I don't know if it's the saccharine tone. Dude, it's, he's, he says things weird, man. He, he does. says things weird. Listen, I know exactly what Mike means. He, 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 Go back to the first part where he says well, the story about a kid. Well, no, hey. No, hey no, don't worry. There's another story about a kid. Don't yeah, worry. literally, the, the song is three stories oh, of three okay. kids. So. Once there was this girl who wouldn't go and change with the girls in the change room. I mean, it's a it's definitely a breath of fresh air from the other like super Gucci emotional games? yeah, from the other <laughs> super emotional uh life is so hard baritone bases of this time, yeah. like uh Scott Stapp and all those guys. Yeah, I almost and Eddie Vedder and all that. It's, where they all sound like that, but he he's got a similar tone, but he adds that uh like it's just I have laryngitis, but I'm still going to sing quality to it. Yeah. But, like, to me, it's refreshingly weird. It's weird, but it's so off-kilter. I'm like, oh, I haven't quite heard that before. I mean, I was, like, two when the song came out, so I don't think... Please, must you constantly remind me of how old I am when we do this show? Let it be known, I am the youngest one here. This young buck over here. More like young fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The best kind of fuck. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Does that make you an old fuck? Fuck you. <laughs> Such a versatile word. <laughs> yeah, I, I again, I, going back, it's not, again, I don't think it's, a, I mean, I feel bad now because Andy suggested it for our show about bad songs, and the whole time we're just like, Andy, you stupid son of a bitch. This song's perfectly fine. How dare you waste our time with this? So I don't want, I don't want I to I can only react honestly, though. Like, I, I, I'm not going to, oh. I don't understand, like, the pure dirt hatred that people seem to have for the song like there was there was there was this one there was a humorist PJ there Ward. was a humorist there was too. this one guy he wrote an essay about how this song wasn't really funny <laughs> uh pj o'rourke he wrote even the bad things in life like comparing the past and the present are better than they used to be bad music for instance has gotten much briefer 
Wagner's ring cycle takes four days to perform, while mm-mm-mm lasts more, little more than three minutes. <laughs> like, that's a <laughs> sick burn on both Wagner and... Yeah, the fuck Wagner. <laughs> fuck that pre-Nazi asshole. But it, it's it's that's pretty that's pretty dirt hatred for for a song that at least is not uh, awful. What it's I, weird, what I, and I don't really get it. But it's, what I will say is, the first time I listened to it, I felt like, oh, this is a song that has palpable meaning and is working on multiple levels. But I listened to it again, and then I read the lyrics because, like, the last verse that tells the story of the last kid. Because basically, so so the the um, the lyrics essentially go. Um, you know, those two stories, and then there's a bridge where he says, like, those kids may have had it bad, but they didn't have as bad as this kid. It's like, oh my god, who's the last kid? And so... There was this boy whose parents made him come directly home right after school in the wind. They went to their church. They shocked So that's kind of, we're watching the music video. That's kind of a that's kind of a shit grin. It's yeah. kind of a shitty shitty expression. He's looking at you, every religious affiliation. Well, because that's what I'm trying to understand. I mean, as I looked, as I read through the lyrics again and tried to find the depth to it, the only point take home point I could get is that having birthmarks and or white hair as a child is better than having dogmatic parents. It's not... He's not... I don't think he's, he's talking about just parents that go to church a lot. I think it's like the type of church that he's... That like a Pentecostal. It's, it's like a Pentecostal church. They were dancing! They looked like they well, No, it's, it's a church where, like, you writhe as, like, like you've the, got the whole You've got the Holy Spirit in you. Like yeah. the apostles of old. The Holy Spirit has connected you to God. you got a fire in you. Fire in your belly. I feel the presence of the Lord. Feel him all through. And then I just start having a seizure on the floor of the church. <laughs> but I mean, Crash Test Dummies are making a quantitative ranking of these children. And they're saying that that kid has it the worst. You know, and that's bullshit because who knows how that kid feels about, you know, his church. What if he likes it? What if he likes dancing around with the Holy Spirit, you know? And yeah, like, all we know is that he's confused. He can't quite explain. They've just always gone to that church. That's all he knows. The other kids, I mean, she could get, she, she's got moles all over her. Well, some kind of birth. Or birth they could be moles. They could be anything. She couldn't quite explain it. They'd always just been there. Just been there. The other kids got what? Now, he might be a silver fox. You know, it's all about. <laughs> okay, first of all, silver fox. I have to do this right now. Silver Fox denotes an older person who maintains their level of physical attractiveness despite their hair turning that gray. That kid's going to be... Or in fact, because their hair has turned gray. So what do you call a kid who's got silver hair, who's just like... If the- he's not keeping that hair, he's going to go prematurely bald like the rest of us millennials did. No way! Come on! I think he's going to be a silver pup then. You know, he's going he's gonna to make the best of his situation, right? He's going to stand out. He's got silver hair. He's like he's like a freaking Final Fantasy character. You know what I mean? You mean Sephiroth? Sephi- the, the fucking Sephiroth? bad guy? <laughs> the Sephi- bad guy from the Final Fantasy Seven? Yeah. Yeah, but he's pretty cool. I mean, he's come on. Sephiroth definitely. Once Final- there was this. Uh, oh God, what? A Shinra employee. <laughs> 
Once there was this kid who had a sword so big he couldn't carry it on his side. So when he tried to fight the devil, he couldn't <laughs> swing it except into his thigh. <laughs> he couldn't quite explain it. The sword was just fucking big. Final Fantasy VII soundtrack by Crash Test Dummies. Order today. There was this girl who got killed in the middle of the game to increase tension. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Dun, 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 dun. Sephiroth! Sephiroth! All the stats you put in her were totally wasted. This this is by far and away my favorite bit we've done this whole time on any of the episodes. Oh, man, I, I'm so happy how this turned out. Well, let's end that on a down note, then. I just want to say one more thing about this song before we move on. Though. Yeah. This song, uh, Lost at the Grammys... This the the year came out lost at the Grammys to fucking I swear by All for One, you know all you know that song. And like, I, swear I swear by, by the moon and the stars in the sky. It's a song you literally can't sing without putting one of like cupping your one hand to your ear. That's <laughs> like that's that's like the room losing out on an Oscar nod to Manos, the Hands of Fate. <laughs> Oh, man, we lost to something shittier? How did that happen? <laughs> I thought we were the shitty song this year. Uh, but the last time we're talking about was, I, I can't say definitively, but uh, I feel like the shittiest song of the year, it came out, which was 1971. Wow. And this song uh, was uh, suggested to us by Sound Awake Radio. Uh, so thank you so much for that. Um, he has given us some very good suggestions, and uh, he threw this one out, which I'd never heard of before. Um, and it's it's a doozy. It's uh, it's, it's it's a Steve Doocy. <laughs> yes, it is. It is a level ten Steve Doocy. It's by a studio group named Think, which was formed by producers and songwriters Lou Stallman and Bobby Susser in 1971. And the song is called "Once You Understand," <laughs> and it's one of these songs that um is it's it's essentially a spoken word song, which were very in vogue. It seems like during the 60s and 70s. Um, and this one seems to try to tackle. Uh, some really heavy themes. Uh, it doesn't necessarily start out that way, but uh, it revs into it. So this is how the song starts. Things get a little easier Once you understand Things get a little easier I'll be expecting you to get a haircut by Friday. Forget it, Dad. That Things won't change anything. Easier. Forget nothing. You'll Once do as you I say understand. as long as you're living in my house. Things get a little easier Okay. Once you uh, understand, okay. He knows I'm not feeling well, and yet he doesn't take one second out to help his mother. His only concern is for himself. Come on, Ma, what do you want from me? Don't argue with your mother. Just shut up and listen. Yeah. Shut up and listen. So this song consists of that same mantra essentially repeated. Things get a little bit easier once you understand repeated over and over and over again while you hear the most unlikable family that I've ever heard yelling at each other uh, throughout the entire song. That is what it consists of. Get Erica. Fuck you. Help me out. Fuck you, Ma. 
It's the abridged version. <laughs> oh, Robbie, I'm so sick. I'm in bed all the time. Could you please go get me a box of tissues? Go fuck yourself, Mom. I'm sick of your bullshit. Oh, heavens. <laughs> Are you sure no one kept you company tonight while you were babysitting? What's that supposed to be? Just curious. Admit it, Mom. You don't trust me. So, I, I love this whole things get easier once, once you, understand, you understand but it doesn't it sounds like no one is understanding i don't hear other. any understanding so far i think it's i wonder if it's supposed to be ironic <laughs> hmm. hmm if only they understood each other they'd be yelling fuck you a lot less huh well they don't actually ever yell well, fuck you yeah also, oh, you, know, also you know they did also you know they, they, did. they seem like pretty shitty people so they might be doing that even if they do understand each other i know where you're coming from but go fuck yourself. But fuck you, Mom. <laughs> Look, I understand it. I get it. You have my utmost sympathy. But go straight to hell. Where are you going now? To my friend's house. Don't you have things to do in the house? Don't you have any homework? Why don't you sit down and read a book? Oh, Don't go, Mom. You're wasting your life away with foolish things. What are you talking about? How about your bridge club and your ladies groups and your parties and your daytime programs? What about all that? That's different. He's calling her out on her bridge club and her uh, daytime TV shows, but that's different. You know that bridge club is just an orgy. You know. You know that's what's happening behind closed doors. Let it be known to every listener out there, if your uh, grandma or your mom ever has says they're going to a bridge club, they're going to an orgy. And once you understand that, you know, I think you may open your mind to a lot of things, right? Because in the context of an orgy, a bridge means something very different. So <laughs> you take three people, and you think at their age they wouldn't be able to accomplish it, but they must be doing uh, 98px or whatever hell that exercise is. Uh, so the song continues. Ma, I'll be home at 11. You better be home at 10. Or don't bother to come home at all. Okay, go fuck <laughs> yourself to that one. That one... Don't bother coming home, you little... Like, if yeah. you walk out that door this one time with no context as to whether or not this has been a recurring issue between you and I, never come back again. Don't think I'll be here when you get home. I will because I live here, but that door is locked. I didn't take your key before you left. God damn it, I'm bad at this. <laughs> But yeah, I, you're right. We we we're getting a we're getting a slice of life here, just a little like deli thin slice of life, and we Mise don't know sin. exactly. We don't know what we don't know if, if if these kids have a history of misbehaving and whether the parents are justified. We don't know if uh, they're being unreasonable. But maybe that's the well, point. Well, they're children. They're being unreasonable. Well, hey, come on now. I was a very reasonable child. I kind of was. I was very boring. Like, Mike, you asked at one point, like, what's the craziest thing you did when you were at 17? I'm like, I was in the high school musical. I, yeah, okay. I, I, I tried to be easygoing. I had some some spurts in, uh, you know, of... Uh... Don't say spurts. <laughs> Don't say it's... Spurts. Bridge. Spurt bridge. Spurt bridge. No, I was trying to think of a third sex thing we did, but I can't remember. Tower? Ta tower? Oh, we didn't say tower. No, wait, but I'm just saying it now. What's on your mind, Mike? What's a tower, Mike? <laughs> Well, I'm wondering if I'm thinking the tower and the bridge might be the same thing, but like you know, oh, the Eiffel oh, that's Tower. It's called a yeah. London Bridge. Yeah. So which one's the London? No, bridge? no, you, no, it's Eiffel Tower. That's the Eiffel Tower. It's right. Eiffel Tower. Where you high five. You high five your your partner on the other side. Yeah. Or you high five your friend, or, or, or stranger. Or stranger. I immediately regret taking us into this tangent. 
Although your partner... If by tangent you mean sex dungeon. Well, I guess it could be your partner. Depending on your sexual orientation. Or if your lady Things friends wear a strap on. Things get a little easier <laughs> when you understand. Things get a little What are you doing with that strap on? When you understand. Mom, forget it. You just wouldn't understand. Oh, I'd understand perfectly. I'm in a bridge club. Understand. I've got photos. <laughs> when I was your age, I was working 12 hours a day, six days a week, helping to pay for the food and the rent. I don't understand. What's that got to do with me? If you can't figure that out for yourself, you're stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> Who just says that? Yar. Stupid, you jerk. <laughs> the other thing I never got about these spoken word tracks from like the 60s and 70s is who listens to this for just enjoyment? Like who's going on a road trip like with their friend just listening to this? If you can't figure it out, you're stupid. Oh, man, I love that part. Yeah, so can we rewind that? It's either that or the part where they say things get easier once you understand. And you can listen to that part anytime you want in the song. It's a mantra. Yes. You know, the whole car sitting a lot, parents with their kids in the back. <laughs> for those who can't see because they can't because this is an audio medium for the hundredth goddamn time Mike is motioning as though he was driving a car we are gonna have to get cameras at some point guys We're gonna that's called to a TV it. show <laughs> what if we had audio you're we stupid <laughs> you are klutzy <laughs> yeah, yeah for the listening audience Steve just knocked his cup over as soon as he said you're stupid I'm very klutzy today <laughs> that was some impeccable timing just put the cup down it's empty <laughs> well, now I'm worried because I'm going to refill it when we're done <laughs> All right, so this annoying song filled with terrible people continues on and on and on until it gets to a uh, shocking conclusion. Hey, Dad, did you see my new guitar? I joined a group. Son, there's a little bit more to life than joining a group playing the guitar. Yeah, Dad? What is there to life? Mr. Cook? Yes? Do you have a son named Robert? Robert Cook, age 17? Yes. I'm sorry, Mr. Cook. You better come down to the station house. Your son is dead. Dead? How? He died of an overdose. Oh, my God. Things get a little easier. Once you understand, things get a little easier. Once you understand. Just like that, whatever car ride you're on while this is playing just immediately got really quiet. There's another 30 seconds of old men crying in this song. Yes, yeah, the, the outro is old man crying. So yeah, the kid dies. That's what the song is about. If only the dad understood. Which, by the way, I don't quite get what the song is trying to say. Was it... Was the dad right? in being an, a strict asshole because he was trying to save this kid, in a way he was trying to save this kid from dying of an overdose, or was it the way he was behaving that pushed the kid towards the overdose? If he was not so bellicose in his interactions with his child, the child may not have felt the need to rebel in such a way as to take a bunch of drugs. So it's the dad's fault. And the mom's fault. Just it's to clarify, it's always the parents' fault, Nick. That's true, actually. This, always. That's that's why this is a shit song, okay? Because 
Oh, what? yeah, shit. The, the whole point of the podcast. Yeah, quick. What, what was it? Because once you understand, okay, things will get a little bit easier. Okay. The dad finally understands. He pushed his son over the edge. He didn't communicate with him. They didn't understand each other. He understands. Oh, my God. I should have spent more time trying to get to know my son, trying to be there with my son, you know, nag him at him less, let him make his own mistakes, but, like, not so crazy, give him guidance instead of just screaming out. I understand that now. And now things are going to be harder than ever. His understanding is just bringing more difficulty to his life because now he's got a dead son to deal with. Hopefully his daughter doesn't die. I... Well, God God help that poor young woman because she will be sheltered and cloistered for the remainder of her life if he doesn't take the proper life lessons from this. And he doesn't sound like the kind of fellow who takes lessons correctly. <laughs> you know, the kind who's... You mean the kind of guy who just yells at his son, if you don't get it, you're stupid? Yeah. Might not be the most receptive to getting uh, subtle, sensitive life lessons? Yeah, it seems like his ultimate response to this will probably be to just lock his daughter up in the house until such a time as she becomes a lunatic as well. Oh, no. No, we didn't. So, yeah, the, uh, I scoured, and there was no sequel to this song where we learn about the daughter's fate. But... Uh, in our research, we did stumble upon the fact that... Uh, did we? Yes. Yeah, so so we, we, we discovered a totally real, legitimate song. Uh, Think made a sequel because, I mean, really, the, the, only, the only thing wrong with the song is that it's very much a product of its time. It feels like it's from 1971. The dialogue feels like it's from 1971. What this song needs to become relevant again is a modern, updated version. It needs a version where we talk about the uh, miscommunications that millennials have with their parents. Right? Oh, man. Oh, how topical. How topical. These. <laughs> I'm, you know what? It amazes me so much how these things just fall on our lap. It's almost as if it was predestined. It's predestined or pre-written. I don't know. But it definitely does fall right into our lap. Uh, so, yeah, we have a uh, modern version of the song, Once You Understand by Think. So let me just, uh, let me just uh, look for the song, load it up real quick. Uh all right, so this is the modern millennial version Things of Once You Understand. Once you understand. Things get a little easier. Once you understand. Robert! What's the internet password again? Mom, you're already hooked up to the Wi-Fi network. I don't want to get the Wi-Fi. I want to watch Westworld. You mean you need the HBO password. Don't take that tone with me, Robert, or I'm taking your Wi-Fi away. Hey, Dad, check out this new Snapchat filter. <laughs> Look at the dancing hot dog. Get that thing out of my face! When I was your age, I was using my phone to call my mom from Kuwait, not dancing with stupid hot dogs. Why are you always taking so many selfies? Who is so interested in your face that you need 10,000 photos of it on the internet? Forget it, Mom. You just don't get it. Hashtag Generation Gap. Back in my day, we had real music. What is this garbage you're listening to? It literally sounds like an oil drum filled with rusty nails rolling down a hill. It's the new song by the Chainsmokers, Dad. Come out from under your rock sometime. Rock is dead, Robert. It died with Kurt Cobain. You got a tattoo? What were you thinking? What employer's gonna hire you now? Jesus, Mom, relax. I already work at an Apple store. I was literally the only one without a tattoo. That reminds me, what is the iCloud? And why is it telling me I'm out of storage? 
Mr. Cook? Uh, yes? Do you have a son named Robert? Yes. I'm sorry, Mr. Cook. You better come down to the station house. Your son is dead. Dead? How? He ate a Tide Pod. Oh my god! Once you understand. The Tide Pods! Once you understand. Oh god, what an idiot! No, so stupid! It's those memes, goddammit! Those memes! Oh, those freaking kids don't get it! They just don't get it! You know, as I heard that song, it almost felt like they kind of left the, the mic rolling a little bit past when the song was actually over. But I felt uh, it really enha- really enhanced. It, it kind of also almost sounded like someone was getting the hand motion to continue, and then when they were getting the hand motion to stop where they were, they were ignoring that and continuing on regardless. <laughs> but the passion. I mean, I believed that performance. That poor dad. That poor kid. Oh, oh the moronic kid there. It's, you know, it's tragedy, tragedy. That mom was a real bitch, though. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> Who doesn't remember the HBO password? I really got a hand to think for... Um, Making the song relevant again yeah. to a new generation of kids. <laughs> Absolutely. That exactly. song was truly lit. Truly. Truly. Oh, no was... other word for it. <laughs> that was good. Uh, so, yes, thank you very much, Soundwake Radio, for that gem. That uh, that was quite a discovery. But that is our first of hopefully several listener submission episodes. So thank you, everyone, who reached out to us and gave us these suggestions. They were great. Uh, once again, if you have an idea for a bad song, please send it to us. You can email us at thesongtopsyreport at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. You can Twitter DM us. You can Instagram DM us. Uh, any carrier pigeon. Any way that you want to communicate with us, uh, we are here and we are ready to listen. Magic circle. Magic circle. Yes, Chaos you, magic. You, yeah, use the Miami Dolphins method of communicating to us. Uh, and you can also find me personally on... Uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, both at Nick Brigadier and uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Yes, uh, you can find my stuff at MrMikeRussell.com or MrMikeRussell on Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com with a D-O-T is spelled out as well as M-R for Mr. Uh, oh, yeah, and like Nick said, send us, please, more song suggestions so we can do another episode just like this. And uh, why don't you tell us the story about when you finally understood something after somebody died? <laughs> <laughs> I understand how to get blood out of a white t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, where may we find you? Uh, sorry, I'm just, I'm just, I'm remembering thinking, the last time I killed just someone. Th- <laughs> I'm just thinking, man, those Satanists that follow us on Instagram are really gonna love this episode. I know. Shout out to our Satanists, Shamham Sham- Sham- for Ash. <laughs> uh, and I'm really, really, really regretting telling my priest about this. <laughs> You've got to listen to it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Your Man Trollo. You can find my website, if you live in the future, at stephentrollinger.com. <laughs> what? You're, it's not ready? What? Well, look, Nick, if we view time as Shut distinctly up. Shut non-linear, up. Shut up. there's no real past, present, or future. There is just a constant 
Look, there's no time per se. Time is actually. Steve doesn't have a website, okay? Steve, that's, that's the only thing you need to know. The he only doesn't way have to a website. Time truly is he does to not have a website. To the He's hoping that from one by the time you get to it in uh, the future, he will have a website. I can only say that a new listener a year from now perhaps will be able to find your website. How about those hoverboards? <laughs> future listener. Well, speaking of the future, uh, that is it for today, but we'll see you next week. Uh, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm staying woke. (laughs) And we will see you next week. Take care.